Welcome back to the Terrible Warriors, where we continue with our re-release of the audio from our live streams hosting Tabletop Tuesdays with the Dungeons and Do-Gooders. Every Tuesday through June and July, we hosted a new one-shot RPG, and this is the second portion of our fifth stream, where we played a game that you may not know has a tabletop form, The Sea of Thieves. And we're back, everybody. Welcome back to Tabletop Tuesdays. We're playing the Sea of Thieves, the role-playing game by Mongoose Publishing. We have already sailed through the Devil's Shroud and arrived in the sea, and we've now skipped ahead in time to pursuing down another ship, stealing the map off their table and finding the location of Roach's Fortune. We know where it is, but unfortunately it's underneath an active skeleton fort. So we're, as we sail towards that fort, hearing the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun music beginning to build in the background, let's first get to meet our special guest this week. Our guest this week, he's actually been with me for a few weeks now playing, is Alex Carson and the Wave Core Summer, which is starting on Wednesdays. And uh, it was described to me as Moronic Pirates Synth Wave. Yeah, you got it. I yeah, hacked your system okay, by um, being a guest or being on the stream before being a guest. Ha -ha. Uh, I know it's coming uh, this time. How does it feel to be a VIP? Oh, uh, deeply uncomfortable and imposter syndrome. <laughs> Please don't perceive me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so tell me, Alex, about this eight-week series. It starts tomorrow. It runs to the end of August, yes. uh, which means I'll be in Ireland for the last two weeks and I'll miss you. But no. you tell me. Uh, hi, hi, hi. Anyway, tell me about uh, Wave Core Summer and, yeah, uh, so and what for to expect the... when we tune in this time tomorrow. Yeah, your podcast listeners, I guess you can go and binge the whole thing right away, probably by the time this is out. Um, the VOD is available yeah, now. Actually, it's also but, probably on YouTube. Depending when this, yeah, no, our, our our repeat of this will come out in September, so you're right, it'll be long over. Yeah, we'll but don't worry about the finished. podcast. Yeah. Worry about, worry about right, also tell, yeah, for, for the people who tomorrow. are here on the Twitch uh, now, yeah, we start tomorrow. Wavecourse Summer is a very like 80s synth vibe. I didn't have Stranger Things in mind when thinking about it, but it just so timed out that it came out uh, a little before we start doing this. So I'm like, great, everybody's in the mood. That's perfect. Uh, no, uh, Wave Course Summer, the plot line for it was written during a bout of insomnia. Uh, and so and it is that sleep-addled, yeah. chaotic energy. Uh, sleep deprivation on the high seas. Perfect, yeah. I yes. sent the outline, and then only after having sent it, thought maybe I should have waited until the morning to proofread that, and then uh, eventually got to sleep and woke up to just see no notes. So, uh, yeah, that's the energy that you're in for. Still counts. Still counts. Yeah. Yeah, that's still... What is it? Taika Waititi was saying, like, you, sometimes when you go to write, and you sit down at your, at your laptop, you stare at a blank screen for eight <laughs> hours, and then you close the screen. That still counts as writing for that day. That's yeah. still... Still you were there. You, you, yeah. So what's going to be different between our Sea of Thieves pirates and the characters that we're going to be meeting with Wavecore Summer? Uh, well, the characters uh, of Wavecore Summer are a, uh, a, a motley crew. Not to say that this isn't a motley crew, but, you know, they're a bit more, more a in the pirate. Moldy crew. They're a bit more in the pirate culture, whereas a lot of people, uh, you know, they, they just they just had to take a job. You know, it's a bunch of people who are forming a pirate crew, basically by necessity, uh, not necessarily for the passion of it, uh, thrown yeah, into a situation yeah. deeply beyond their uh, capabilities. 
Uh, what have you been? Th- well, how have you been enjoying Sea of Thieves tonight? It's a different game than we've yeah. played in the previous four weeks of Tabletop Tuesdays. No, I um, I really enjoy it. Um, I I applaud you for the work you did uh, uh, making it work on the roll twenty because what I loved looking at the sheet for the for the game here was just like here cut out these things like uh, the different personalities were next to each other so you like cut them out and oh, yeah. uh, fold and it and now you've got a little of the card board game yeah here. like the personality cards are here and you get treasure cards here you get all the dice and tokens are in here and uh i can even pop it out a little bit here live like a like a like, like something pre-ready like any kind of good martha stewart kitchen thing but these are the ledgers that that i've put in with the mm. roll 20 screen and and we just this is what the players by the way are seeing while we're playing that you're not is they've got um their weapons they've got how many dice they've got and the supplies and they're just like we would play this on the table like a placemat and it's like it's really simple it's not um mm-hmm. overwhelming like uh like a D character sheet might be for for new players or young players and uh, and this is this it is really does it feel is. like have, a role-playing game one. that you could just pop out you say like oh you want to play like a pirate rpg yeah. and be like it's hard in the game and uh, it's you, right you want to play sea of thieves but you're at the cottage and you have no electricity and you forgot to pack your xbox board in the game and <laughs> you know i love boards in a game i got another board in the game called zombie world i've got one uh Zhangxi, blood in the banquet hall and these are all games that are just they're they're in the box and you don't need paper you don't need uh, pencils, you just everything that you need to run the entire game right in there, and I love it. I love that whole style of things. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been fun. Uh, what do you think about Salty Mike, Lady Tide, Smitty, and Andy? What about our motley crew of the uh, of the Seawall? You know, do you have any advice for them before they head into the Skeleton Fortress? They're figuring it out, but I think that uh, you know they they need to come together and um, let their skill sets work. Uh, skill sets even uh, work complementary as opposed to opposed to each other. Um, considering uh, what they're going to be up against to get out of their crippling debt that death cannot provide an escape from, <laughs> um, which is a hilarious res- revelation to me today. Um, so yeah, no, I'm excited for them. I think that I think that uh, uh, it is possible if we pull together that we can we can uh, pull pull off this giant heist from Skeleton Island. Final thoughts before we get back to the game. Wavecore Summer starts tomorrow night. I believe at the same time the Tabletop Tuesdays begins, except just on Wednesdays. Slightly later. Slightly later. It'll Slightly be later. 6 That's p.m. Fine. Show up at the same time you show up for me and just like get ready for like an yeah. hour. <laughs> just like, wait for an hour. Pumped up. Like, yeah, wait, yeah, of course. I'm just repeat that over. Like, get some like playlists going. Um, so final thoughts, though, before we like sign up for Wavecore Summer tomorrow night uh, on, on this exact channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, what... Uh, why why what's 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 the what's the trailer what's the slug line on the poster oh like, well in a world. there's been an amazing like, trailer already made that i cannot replicate but if you want to see a heartwarming hero's journey told in the dumbest way possible with a bunch of adorable misfits played by a group of amazing players who are here today you're seeing them uh plus one more uh who unfortunately could not be available on tuesday hence why dm subbing in um that's uh you're not gonna find it better it's gonna be fantastic i i I can't i can't i can't wait to see it i can't wait to see what they do you can't wait to see it and you're gonna be the one running it. i know the most about it and i but i still know nothing it's great it's great um 
where uh, if we're playing Sea of Thieves right now, the banner has just come up. Skull Fort Keep has just appeared over the top and bottom of the screen, and uh, we're, we're we're closing in on the island. So we should bring the rest of the crew back up above deck now, and you should stop talking to yourself, uh, <laughs> there, Salty Mike. Uh, like you're, it, it's kind of weird that Salty Mike, like great into like having a conversation on a podcast up there on the deck. Like like one thing, what is a podcast? It's the 1500s, and two. Uh, We've got a skeleton fort to fight, and it's as you start you sailing towards small thing Skull of whales Keep, the strange, let him go. <laughs> strange cloud has appeared on the horizon, the shape of a skull, greenish lightning flashing in its eye sockets. As you get closer, the first skeleton fires a cannon in the direction of your ship. This one goes wide, the first one always misses. <laughs> the fort is shooting cannonballs to sink your ship. The problem is a three difficulty, quite low. The timer is four, but it's up to you to tell me how the seawall will approach this fort. How do you wish to take it on? There's no other ships on the horizon, so it doesn't look like anyone's going to be interfering with your party, although be careful of those anchor rolls. Uh, And yeah, Skull Fort Keep, it's yours for the taking. Having experience fighting these skulls, uh, I can say that there's a blind spot to the cannons on the island. If we can maneuver our ship into the right positions, the cannons will be useless, and the skellies will just have to watch as we plunder them. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And in fact, maybe, uh, so you got one on the wheel, you got the others on the sails, making sure that you're still tacking the sails and slowing the ship down and being able to maneuver. You could all work together on that. Someone could also take the cannons to, you know, thin them out as you're maneuvering around into that blind spot. Um, but however you want to help Smitty with the plan to move the seawall into the blind spot, let me know, and you can all roll together with the teamwork to uh, to to overcome this first problem of the fort shooting cannonballs. Uh, Andy, what would you like to do? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Smitty and Salty and be like, "I'll hold them off. You do what you need to do." And I'm gonna fight man a cannon and fire some things. Okay, Lady Tide. I'm gonna listen to Smitty and try to help with the uh, with the sails. So man, one of them since there's three. So I'll take I'll take the uh, the, the the largest one. You know, because who else is gonna do it? Sorry, the reason I, I blanked a little earlier on Andy is I thought you were launching yourself out of the cannon directly into the fort. And you're like, <laughs> you get the boat going, I'm going right for the captain. And I was like, all right. No, 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 no. I'm I'm literally just being like, okay, I'll just I'll just wear them out while they're working on the ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 yeah, yeah. Covering fire. <laughs> Except it's not really like a machine gun. You have to keep loading every shot, but you keep acting like it's a Gatling gun. All right, Salty Mike, what are you doing? I think I want to take some gunpowder, and this is going to be very dangerous, but put it, like, near the edge of the ship or something like that and try to set it on fire and create some smoke, make it harder to aim, like, at our sails or at our helm or something specific. Okay, so you're going to try and light the ship on fire (laughs) to create fog of war around the seawall so that the skellies uh, can't aim at you. (laughs) Smitty, this is your solution. Is what Salty Mike doing is that going to help you or is that like his own thing that is kind of separate i don't need to have his anchors necessarily counting towards yours if you don't I, want it to i um <laughs> his heart is in the right place but ever since that mask fell on him on our last adventure he hasn't 
been quite been right. Right. Same. funny in the head yeah, ever I since love. they took that massive concussion. I, 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 I let him do it. You uh, can't kill me if I'm already dead. Uh, Death means nothing. Um, I'll, I'll let him do it, uh, but we'll uh, we'll uh, go with the plan. <laughs> okay, everyone um, who's helping Smitty maneuver into the blind spot, uh, feel free to roll. You you start with a the default of two dice. <laughs> You uh, all, you're all still like dealing with um, the fight with the hammerhead, so you're still all. It looks like you're all stressed out. All of your cards are on the red <laughs> side right now. Uh, would you say that I took a uh, domineering position uh, in in how well, I approach this? For now, I think we're going to have to hold off because officially in the rules, you're only allowed to use the stress side of the card when you're alone, mm-hmm. when okay. you're stressed, or when you're injured. Good and to know. I don't think we're stressed yet. Because we just got here, and you've got a really solid plan. You're certainly not alone. <laughs> you're all working on the ship, but that might happen, you know, if you all get separated, and if you, you haven't taken any injury yet, but you can uh, you can take injury and then use that to flip your card around. All right, then the two dice are coming in. Oh, all right. <laughs> can I burn this uh, ammo supply token to uh, uh, provide the fog of war obscurement? Uh, Three dice. You, you, you certainly can. You, can, you don't have to use the supply tokens up okay. unless you roll an anchor and you wish to use that oh, to cancel cool, out. Cool, cool, if you have an appropriate yeah. supply Very that's that's like just in context. Oh, holy shit! Three successes. This should not work. This should. Not. I, I believe this is karma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a genius. Oh, no. <laughs> this has to be three karma. out of three successes. Okay. <laughs> So what did I say? That was a that was a three difficulty. So oh my god, it worked. (laughs) They saw the smoke. They didn't fire at the ship. Smitty was able to use that as a cover. Was able to maneuver around um, and bring the ship to a slow, calm (laughs) spot right there beside Skull Keep Fort. Um. That's it. You hear the skeletons on the island moving about. You see the skeletons in the tower. They're not. You're. you're they're not able to 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 get at you with the um, uh, uh, with the cannons. But you. Um, uh, what's the next move here? Uh, well, you have to get onto the island. The skull cloud hangs over, and you know that that usually means that there's a skeleton captain that is present, and so you'll have to fight through the the guards at the fort and make your way to the tower and once you dispatch the captain then it'll be safe enough to be able to dig up if roach's fortune is here it'll it'll be it'll be safe then well um smitty grabs his blunderbuss and he's like well it's not like dying is gonna mean anything anyway uh let's get to it precisely (laughs) death has no meaning lads let's fight to our last breath (laughs) Um, these guys even more so uh, get in there and uh, you know try to dispatch the skeletons with our uh, with Smitty's blunderbuss and (laughs) and cutlass um, making our way to the the treasure yeah okay so uh, 
as you uh, jump overboard into the shallow water and start working your way up the beach, you see pouring around the fences of the fort. They're the normal looking skeletons. We're not getting into the weird supernatural ones just yet. They're just skeleton pirates with skeleton pirate bandanas on them. And some of them have got cutlasses out and some of them have pistols and blunderbusses and they're, they're pouring over the gates and moving towards you on the beach. And the skeleton group will kill you all in four turns. The difficulty is seven if you have faced them front on like this. So the, uh, the, the difficulty is seven and they'll kill you in four turns for anyone who's participating in this solution. If anyone wants to stay on the ship, keep a lookout, use their eye of reach or otherwise do other things, um, then they'll kill everyone on the beach and then they'll board the ship and then they'll kill you. <laughs> That'll be a separate problem. <laughs> so I believe I'll be getting another die for if I go in with the blunderbuss. And Anytime you fire me. at range... And in this case, the regular skeletons have no weakness. Um, but I'll tell you if um, if we go against anyone who does. So, And then you would get a second die if you use a weakness against them. So if you're at range, so with the cutlass of the blunderbuss, that's close. And so if you get right up and you can see their pearly whites, then um, you can, uh, you'll can you get an extra die whenever you use the blunderbuss against them. For the okay. Eye of Reach, for example, with Andy, if you want to keep your Eye of Reach equipped, you'd need to be, like, still back on the boat shooting from the crow's nest and laying fire from a distance. Yeah, yeah I think that's what yeah. I'll do. Cool, you like that? All right. Yeah. And everyone else, it looks like Lady Tide, you still have a blunderbuss I equipped. Do. And Salty Mike, you're not even bringing a sword. You're just yee-hawing your way in with a pistol yeah. and blunderbuss. I'm doing an unnecessary side dive while shooting with two cool. guns <laughs> in, and land in the water. Yeah. Yeah, you okay? Great. That, that's this is all good information for me to know for when you roll that anchor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, everyone who's firing at range. Um, yeah, I'm running right up to them with the. Uh, yeah, you get to right roll three face. dice. Okay. I think that right, salty Mike's strat is is I'm gonna try and find if there's like a choke point in where they're coming out. I'm focusing fire in there to like try to keep it. Uh, from You're, like flooding out and trust that my alert, salty Mike? I am and I'm uh -huh. using my blunderbuss and trusting that my allies who all have swords can take the stragglers that manage to get past them. yeah and if they don't they'll come for you first yeah, probably. Right, great yeah. um, <laughs> so four dice from salty Mike yeah we've got a oh alright uh, it all comes down to Smitty would you like to use your chest to belay that anchor that salty uh, Mike just rolled three for me Oh, yeah. I'm a team player, so I'll uh, I'll donate my chest to the uh, the safety of my good friend Mike. Okay, and Lady Tide, um, you oh there Just you got your roll was two two victory. Okay, so and we got one two three four five six seven eight. Hey, hey, and I only said seven. So um, how the four of you uh, one at a time? Give me a scene here to describe you. You blow through the first wave of skeletons as you take the beach and you move your way into the fort in the first round. So I obviously need to increase my numbers here. So um, uh, let's hear from Andy. What was it like for you up in the crow's nest as these three were taking onto the beach? Uh, you know, watching those three, watching my, my BFF lady tide, you know, I know how fond she is of me. And I'm like, I'm going to make sure that you are safe. <laughs> you and Smitty and Salty, I got your back. 
and I'm just like firing off from the distance, wind in my hair. It's just looking, It's it looks beautiful. It looks like um, one of those like CoverGirl commercials. <laughs> so earlier when Lady Tide was saying, you know how they'd have that hair thing and that, no, that's not me, it's just matted all over, all ugly all over my face. This time with Andy, it actually is that thing. The sun is just at like the perfect golden hour daylight. It's hitting you just at your right angle. The hair is just going, so you're just like, doo, 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 doo. you're just like humming little shanties. You're just popping skeletons off in the distance. As you just hum in a little tune. <laughs> easy, breezy, beautiful cover pirate. Yeah. <laughs> Some rep producer is very uh, proud of themselves. Maybe they were born this way. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Lady Tide, how, how are you like on the beach there? Yes, as she she will do, you know, like a parkour over the edge of the bow. She lands on both feet, kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the parkour was just like the one arm and her legs jump over and she lands and she runs up her hair still in her face because she like landed oh. kind of awkward yeah just, have you considered like everywhere. a ponytail or something like <laughs> it's just this seems to be common like it's just seaweed all the time oh yeah i imagined her falling to the water going up and then there's actual seaweed all over her face oh and that's i hate, why she I hate that to... sensory experience that's why she has to be close range because she just she can't see yeah, or breathe, or taste anything, because <laughs> it's just hair <laughs> matted in like a, like a. Oh, it sounds like like a long-haired animal. Yeah, just yeah, not pleasant. So she's running straight up to the face of the the face of the skeleton and just shoots it right in, right between the the eyes. Yeah, yeah, and the bullet goes through the skull of this and into the one behind yeah. me. Smash, smash, and it hits like all their bones explode and the skeletons disassemble in front of you be one of those cool people that like takes the gun and just like blows the end of it <laughs> and just as you go whoom, into it we pan to salty mike as you're behind lady tide with your two pistols and blunderbuss yeah, <laughs> yeah. unnecessary side dive <laughs> hits the ground gets up from prone run 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 unnecessary side dive <laughs> only firing the guns while doing you're definitely the... that player who's just always jumping and shooting yeah like jumping and I'm, shooting yeah i'm spinning around 360 red. degrees yeah. while firing yeah i do the no rocket scope. jump no gonna... you keep yelling even though you're like you're neither of your weapons have a scope yeah that's right yeah, I, I do a, a rocket jump to get onto a, a to glitch onto a cliff that I shouldn't have access to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, uh, Smitty. So Smitty's just in there firing his blunderbuss at like two feet away. There, the skeletons are falling away, and he's like, "Oh, curse Silas for all his treachery!" But God, do I love this island and all the sea of thieves. <laughs> um. He's just having the time of his life. Death doesn't matter. He gets to be a pirate all day, every day. Like, he, he loves this stuff. Second wave, though, as you take the beach and you clear through the guards that were at the cannons and at the wall and the ones who were on the ground, you hear a bell ring from inside the, 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 the skeleton fortress. Uh, bong, bong, and then walking out at a slower pace than the skeletons you just fought, clanking, covered in gold with coins melted into their skulls are gold cladded skeletons a little harder to fight especially if you have your cutlasses out you're gonna only be able to use your weapons against them in fact they will they have an interrupt they can take away up to two victories if you use your cutlasses against them however if you use your uh your your guns 
against these golden skeletons. It'll count as a weakness, and you'll be able to get an extra die against them. But they're walking towards you slowly, and even though you get a bonus against them with your guns, the difficulty for this wave is 14, twice as high as the other one, and they will also kill you all in four turns. They're currently just a little bit out of range, and you see them lumbering towards your part of the island. Uh, as the gold skeletons come your way. Andy, you're probably the first one to see the gold glinting off of the sun uh, as it's, uh, I guess we were already describing that it's starting to go into the golden hours. Everything's taking on a very cinematic quality here on the island. Shining right through their rib cages. Yeah, I think, ooh, that's a lot of nice gold. Wait, why is it moving? Oh, it's a skelly. Okay. (laughs) Well, what could go wrong? And I just fire at them. Oh, yeah, there's some good uh, hints also in chat. They rust if you throw water on them. They're very weak against fire. I think at the time that this was written, fire hadn't really become a thing yet. So if you fire, that's my strategy. Hit them with a firebomb and just step back and they they just disappear. Um, So you've got got all that going for you. So why don't we, um, uh, Smitty, you led the way last time. Who's got the solution against the, uh, the golden skeletons? How do you how do you want to approach this wave? I think that if guns are the answer, <laughs> Salty Mike is the only one who has two. So I he's came just going, for this. <laughs> just going full, full chaos, charging ahead, dual wielding. It's so serious enough that he is not even doing the side dives, just like mad firing. <laughs> yeah, and everyone else who currently has a blunderbuss, like this round, you'll get the weakness of guns, but you won't get the bonus of range. Mm. So you'll have to spend a turn to get up close to them so you can get your extra, so you're rolling with those two extra die. Mike came with a pistol, though, so you get to start at range, and you get your weakness. So you'll get to roll, even without your personality die, you'll get to roll four. And if you can somehow work in superstitious into all of this, (laughs) you can roll five dice. This is just some creepy goddamn skeletons. They should not be moving around. Death, when you die, you should go down to the ferryman like a normal person. Don't melt it into the skull. Normal people die, and then they get resurrected by the ferryman, and you start your adventure again. This, whatever's going on here with them becoming like animated little skull people, that's not okay. That's, That's creepy. That's not right. And I'm going to fix it with guns. Save the gold, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, roll, um, roll five, Woo. salty Mike. Three successes. Okay, that's three bones. in favor. That helps. Um, how uh, Smitty, Andy, and Lady Tide? How are you helping, Salty Mike? Salty starts going. You're supposed to put them in the eyes, not <laughs> in the bones. Lady Tide um, is. Oh, go oh ahead. Lady Tide, go ahead. Okay. Uh, she's frustrated. She's angry that her blunderbuss does not have the right range for this. <laughs> Super frustrated that she's gonna like take her cutlass. Uh, she's. I'm gonna. Nah, I'm not gonna throw it. <laughs> like I'm not losing a weapon for this. But <laughs> she is gonna throw a bit of a tantrum. She's gonna like stomp her foot and she's gonna try running closer. But she is gonna take her first shot before she gets too close. So you know I'll, I'll do it, it. At, like not yeah. at range, but yeah, this is horseshit. Why yeah. do I have to be at far, uh, at long range on this? Blunderbuss <laughs> can't hit anything from a far range. So uh, go Damn ahead, it. and it's it's less that you're destroying them as you are closing the distance. Yeah. So uh, I'll let you roll um, your uh, three four dice. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Alex, right. right. you. Yeah. Thank you. There we go. Hey. Yeah. Oh, dang. Nice. dang. Okay, so you Three can count each of those chests can count as two. Okay. Or you can use them to um, increase that counter, which you don't need to because it's yeah. it's currently at four. I'm so, going to count as a success. Two, so six. Two, four, that. six. All right. Well, Seven, this is going to be another I got, easy I got three round. Earlier. Uh, golden and skeletons. Got uh, Smitty I, and Andy. I got six. So, <clears throat> Smitty will uh, go to the shallows of the the island and and uh, see what his teammates are doing and uh, shout at some of the uh, other skellies. Hey, you bag of bones! Don't I just look delicious? And uh, fire my blunderbuss into the air. Come get some steam. He's just like rolling on his own. Come get some steam, Smitty. Yeah, while while in the water. Um, yeah. So he's trying to draw them to the water so they'll rest. Uh, um, and, he's, and and they all start looking at you, and they turn. And yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so I will roll. Um, I guess, uh, is it two That's, or three times? Are you here? being domineering when you did that? I mean, it's kind of, you're being seductive. <laughs> kind of, I'll, let, I'll let it roll. Uh, four die. Okay. I'm going to unpack that. And we get an anchor. Um, we're not doing this all the exact same time, so I could go back to Lady Tide. You can cancel out that anchor. I think that, I will. With, with those chests you got. Okay. Yeah, so let's do that. And then, uh, and then the two there. Okay, great. So uh, you get them all into the water, and they're just staying out of range, and they're all starting to slow down and rust. And you're just like, mmm, salty Smitty, steam Smitty. And, uh, you know, uh, chop it, boil it, put it in a stew. And, you're, um, and you've got them all in the water, and they've all come to a stop. Andy, they're rusted in the water, and they've all come to a stop. And Smitty's doing this weird, like, jiggle dance. But it's working. <laughs> if you want so it, you, you gotta work for it, Kelly boys. Um, I mean... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, not mad, not bad in this whole situation. Not mad You're looking through all. your skull, going, "I'll allow it." <laughs> <laughs> then you open fire. Like, yep, basically. <laughs> all right, you are at range with your eye of reach, and it's their weakness. So you do get to roll four dice. Hot dang! Um, so then that's a uh, three. Uh, all right, so only four left. Three turns to go. How do you want to wrap up this wave? As the sun crosses the horizon and transitions into nighttime at Skullkeep Fort. I'm <laughs> uh, going to use my blunderbuss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blunderbuss. Eye of Reach. Blunderbuss. Yep. Pistol. Ooh. All right. Everyone just yeah. roll. One more time. Everyone just throw in four dice Ooh, and okay. just wrap it up. And I'm just not looking oh, for total Oh my god, exact same roll oh, twice. Bad. Okay, that blaze, that blaze. We're just going to cancel out all those anchors. Um, okay, if we... Uh, hold on, I don't think we can cancel out all the anchors. We're left with one anchor by my... Uh, by my we, we got one, two, three, four. Okay, I got good news and bad news. The good news is you canceled out that four and you defeated the golden skeletons. Bad news is you got one left anchor and I just said that the sun went over the horizon. And you hear the bell ring one more time. And this time, walking out of the bushes, a little transparent, a little hard to see because of their glowing eyes, and it's nighttime when they're at their strongest, are shadow skeletons. 
They are only weak against light. In fact, you can't hit them at all unless one person is willing to hold the lantern up and keep them in the light. This will be the last wave because among them, standing in that group of shadow skeletons, is the captain himself, Drunken Duncan, known for his grog bottle crammed into his skull, likely the way he died, lived the way he died, having a good time. And he's got this grog bottle stuck into his into his uh, skull, and it's still sloshing around. The cork is still held in place. And, uh, and, and, he, and he points at the fleshies. Bring their fleshies to me! And the <laughs> shadows start to shift and shimmer and move towards you like wraiths. Uh, last wave, same difficulty as the golden skeletons however you need to have one person who's willing to get up close and personal with a lantern so that the others can use their weapons against them since smitty brought the anchor that uh, introduced (laughs) this third wave smitty will carry the lantern but he turns to the rest of you I want that bottle of grog (laughs) and he runs in there with the lantern (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, I'll let you... <laughs> want to use your decisiveness for that? Because you dumped right in? Heck yeah. Alright, uh, and because you're using the lantern, it counts as a weakness, so that's another die. And then you get your two on top of that, so that's four die. Ooh! And uh, before we count those up, then, uh, Smitty runs in with the lantern. The shadows all take solid form. They're vulnerable now for a few moments. Salty Lady Andy... Do you want to just use your weapons and back up Smitty? And uh, each of you, if yeah. you're using uh, at the correct range, so Lady, you've got to be running right beside Smitty. Oh, yeah. Salty, I will. you can stay back with the pistol. Andy, you're just up in the crow's nest. If you stay at range, you can all roll three dice. Yeah, I want to try and use the, the, the dual wielding again and go for the yeah. big boys. Yeah, I'm going to run up, put it right in their face again, and be like, you got this. Detective Smitty, like salty this. lady Andy, does sound like one character. I do yeah, agree does, with that. Yeah. And <laughs> the salty lady we're, Andy, we're, just, we're, transfer, we're a transformer. Little did we know, this is actually just a two-player sloop, and Smitty is just like <laughs> losing his mind. Incredible! You did it, Lady Tide. I'm Andy, <laughs> salty lady Andy. <laughs> okay. um... So we have the dice there all rolled up. We've got. I believe we're waiting for. Uh... Yeah, sorry. I'm just spaced out there. Um, we're okay, waiting on so Keegan. I... Yeah, sorry. Um, so I see Smitty and I'm like. Give me three. I think you only get three. I don't... Everyone's rolling four, but I don't care. But right now you're only getting three unless you can tell me you're using your personality card. Uh, my personality is dishonest, and right now I, I can't use that it's for Smitty. Hard. Dishonest is really good in the scenes. Like Some of these personality cards work well when you're negotiating with gold hoarders and when you're doing social encounters and fighting up against captains like Silas. And then other ones like domineering and alert work well in the combat scene. So they have kind of like shuffled the deck up between both social and physical uh, uh, attributes. And you got the one that's just very... Yeah, dishonest. How do you lie with your... <laughs> up there with the... Uh, the, yeah. the sniper rifle up on the crow's nest, but that's okay. You can still roll with three dice because you're at range. Okay, cool. And I'm like, you will live to body roll another day, Smitty. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing but anchors. Oh, um, can you, like, accidentally want... shoot me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would 
Yes. If you want to take that, lady, uh, you can. Oh now, God. here's one thing, Andy, is you can spend your ammo supply to remove one of those anchors. And if you roll a second anchor, I will remove your eye of reach. You'll be you'll be out of ammo. So for now, I'm just going to you, you lose that supply token. You have no ammo. You have no ammo crate on board. You have to go all the way down the crow's nest and all the way down under the hold to like reload. But for now, you still you still have that until now. You do have a second anchor. So what do you want to do with that? Do you want to take injury? Do you want to let Lady Tide get hurt? You want a little friendly fire, or? <laughs> Do we start hearing the hissing sound of a, uh, a a skeleton keg coming out of the ground? Yeah, I um I accidentally shoot Lady Tide. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I get it's it right just, in the hand. It's, oh. it's almost tradition. It's almost been a year to the day since you stabbed Lady Tide back on the maiden's rest, <laughs> and so like just to commemorate the event, bang right in the same place actually that the cutlass hit, and you just dug. Uh, grazed right through it's perfect it's um Matching. it's really thoughtful andy it's really thoughtful <laughs> it uh, matches. thank you <laughs> now as for the rest of you um one two three four five six seven eight uh out of 14 right so we got three more turns before the shadow skeletons oh and drunken duncan himself has uh, a difficulty of eight and is coming at you also at the same timer and is all like, ah, the fleshies will not get the treasure and, and uh, moving towards. So you also have the captain themselves to deal with as well as the shadow skeletons that are moving in on you. Smitty's got the lantern, seems to be handling the skeletons. Andy is definitely picking them off. Lady, you're, you're doing it. Who wants to work on the shadow skeletons and who wants to maybe work on Drunken Duncan? You say that one of them is made of I can a keg. work on Drunken Duncan. Oh, you got an idea? Okay, Andy's going to move their attention to Drunken Duncan. Smitty, you're still yes. holding the lantern high? Oh, yeah, I'm running okay. around the whole pack, just, uh, you know, coming up to, to, to individual skeletons and go, Oh, I'm sorry, is this too bright? Ah! <laughs> you three die to, to keep you working towards that solution. Uh, all right, well, that's that's good. That's a chest. And uh, Salty, are you working with Andy or Smitty? Did you say that one of them was made of a keg? Like there was a keg uh, no, skeleton? No, that was if Andy allowed me to create a new uh, problem. I was going to have a, a skeleton come out of the ground holding a powder keg. Oh, and then there was going to start really would have liked to have shot that. Kamikaze style. All right. Yeah, uh, cool. Gina then create another problem. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm just uh, covering Smitty. Smitty's got the most important role right now. If Smitty goes down, we lose the light. We're fucked. So, okay, I'm so shooting, you're covering I'm Smitty and the shadow Whatever's skeletons. going, cl getting close to. Him. Perfect. Okay, roll to uh, support Smitty. All right. Uh, would you call that being alert? Uh, you're in range. You've got two dice. It's three dice. All right. Uh, can, can I burn my alert on that? Yes, you can. All right. Four dice, please. You're having to keep eye. It's dark. You're having to keep a, a, a good eye Oof. on the situation. Two chests and an anchor. Okay. Do you want to belay that anchor? Or do you want to take... You've got between Smitty, one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's see how Lady Tide goes, because this might make that anchor choice really complicated, because if Lady Tide gets even one victory in favor of helping against the Shadow Skeletons, then you might want to keep that anchor in play and use the chests to deal with the skeletons. So Lady Tide, if you're helping Smitty out, 
you're in range. You did just get shot. So you're only going to be, unless you remain cheerful and smile through it just like <laughs> you did a year ago. I was going to give, you know, Andy a big old like, thumbs up be- <laughs> from where they you're are just, in the crescent. Just a ray of sunshine and oh, yeah. gritted bloody teeth as we you're coughing up blood from the lead We don't need the lantern. Got. I'm the light now. I'm <laughs> Three dice from Lady Tide. <laughs> okay. Can you, you want me to roll that for you? Uh, yeah. One of you. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh? Okay. oh, we got it. Okay, now here's okay. what I was hoping for. You just got two victory. Salty Mike, Alex, mm-hmm. if you cancel out that anchor you rolled, you will not have enough to defeat the Shadow Skeletons in this turn. But if you keep the chest, you count it as two, and you use the anchor to either injure yourself or create a new problem, a skeleton powder keg. Yeah, but say, uh, bring me keg, boy. You know what I'm going. You know where I'm going with this. Out of the ground. So you 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 cut through the shadow skeletons, Andy. You're about to shoot a uh, drunken Duncan, and then right out of the ground beside Salty Mike, within range, is a gunpowder skeleton. It's a skeleton <laughs> holding a gunpowder keg, and the fuse is lit, and it's walking towards you. The gunpowder skeleton has an interruptibility, where if it kills anyone everyone in close and near range also die because it also explodes (laughs) right so it's coming for lady tide who only has one dice left and it comes out of the ground and it starts running towards the group i mean it's lady tide and smitty and salty you're pretty close too so all three of you are really close to each other and drunken duncan is just cackling this is gonna be great (laughs) and Gunpowder Skeleton. It's got a low difficulty. I think it's only five, but the timer is two. And when it hits zero, the nearest person to the Gunpowder Skeleton dies. And anyone near that person who died also dies. Because boom. And then that problem is over because the skeleton has destroyed themselves. (laughs) Smitty's going to trip the skeleton. Oh, Andy didn't roll, though. We're waiting on Andy's roll against the skeleton captain. So what I want to do is I want to go, I want to shout to him and say, I noticed that uh, bottle of grog you got. Let's have a drink. Drinks on me. Pow. All right. um, You're at range. Roll three die. Now, Drunken Duncan, if you roll any anchors, you have to pick two choices from the list. Which you didn't. You rolled chests. Okay. Excellent. Five, three. Uh, Back to the gunpowder skeleton. Salty, lady, Smitty, you got a problem? You got the skeleton gunpowder? It's coming towards you. It's all Salty's fault. He basically manifested this thing out of thin air. It was like, give me gunpowder. <laughs> um, I guess you could also try to use the gunpowder skeleton as a solution against skeleton Captain Drunken Duncan. Get yeah. them all close to each other. You could yeah. cause a nice chain reaction. Not so, all of you have to survive. You could go to the ferryman in the process. Smitty, uh, since he was in there and uh, kind of moving around and stuff like that, he's going to uh, move uh, towards the the gunpowder skeleton uh, in an attempt to trip it while it's like kind of has this lit powder keg. Um, okay, where are you going with that keg, there, friend? Um, so I think I just rolled two here. Yes. All right. In the other book. They do have the stats for the Gunpowder Skeleton oh. in this book. Uh, they also have stats for friggin' everything, for the Megalodons and for the Kraken. Um, 
Yeah, no, I got it right. Uh, go for it, Smitty. All right, there, there it is. Uh, victory and a, a some bones. <laughs> okay, uh, three, two. Okay, so it, there's three victory left needed. It will, um, it, 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 I guess you trip it, but it's still holding on. The fuse is still lit. It's still counting down. It's gonna go off in in two turns. As I'm standing next to this like downed skeleton, I'm like, maybe I should have thought this through a little bit more. <laughs> I really am in the blast radius. Yeah. And Salty Mike. Salty Mike would like to take the banana, takes the 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 opposite end of it, whips it into his hand, which is a real thing you can do to uh, get the skin, and just like you almost always lose the actual banana unless you grab it the right way. But if you flick it the other way, it'll just like peel right out. And cool then, badass leaving me with just the um uh the skin the banana skin and then i want to huck that right under the uh skeleton so that when it gets up it might and fall down again okay you're laying a trap smitty a set. The skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah yeah buying smitty time okay. to get out of there without being roll, followed roll. okay <laughs> i like this um let's use your 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 food uh supply mm-hmm. to give you an extra mm-hmm. die so roll three dice all right Oh. oh boy! Do you want to belay that anchor, or is the gunpowder skeleton about to explode? Gotta belay. Gotta gotta, gotta belay the anchor. Okay, so gunpowder skeleton's at two. Um, Lady Tide, you could finish this off. I could. Oh my! I tried, uh, James. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I was I it's was thinking okay. like, could I like? Too bad it's tripped. I'm like, I wanted to make it run. Like, I want to run towards it and push it further away from the other guys, but I can't do that. Uh, I can't, uh, can I? I can't shoot him, can I? Yeah, you can. You can Ooh. actually shoot at the legs of the skeletons if you're good about it. You might even be able to preserve the uh, powder cake if you can If you can take them out. Okay. That would need a chest to pull that off. Uh, how close am I to the water? Can I take, like, a bucket of water and, like, throw it? <laughs> <laughs> the fuse. You can, but this one's not made of gold, so it won't do anything other than make it wet. Not even the fuse, it won't be like. No, uh... you can actually light these things underwater for some reason. Oh. Yeah, sure welcome to well, welcome to a video game video world game logic. logic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to I'll try to take out the skeleton legs. I'll try to like. Okay. Mm, let's 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 shoot it. Oh wow! Thanks for the bits, guys. Yeah, thank you. Don't even have a bit of for those bits. Uh, I was gonna add more problems as bits got spent, but I also can't really see when the bits come in oh. very easily, and also problems slow the game down. So. <laughs> oh, we're apparently oh. we're we're adding it uh, tomorrow. We're adding Summer it for tomorrow, chaos. says Dylan. Oh, okay. So Close come back chaos. for Wave Course Summer, where it's gonna bits start. will cause Ooh. shenanigans. Yeah. Lots of shenanigans start on the, the game wheel. tomorrow. Okay. Not quite a wheel, I don't think. But we'll I'm, see. Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna shoot the leg. So, uh, how many dice would that be? You're injured, yes, um, but you're in range. So, can I two angrily dice. shoot it? Being like, "Why always me?" <laughs> you got it. Um, you shoot it at the legs. You get really super angry about it. You fire it off. The skeleton goes off. The powder keg lands on the ground right in front of Drunken Duncan. Andy's got the, the eye of reach. If everyone rolls to run away and clear, Andy can finish this off. Running away. Mm-hmm. Running away, running away, running away. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's running away, roll uh, your basic dice. I am very Andy. superstitious of bombs. Smitty, roll 
your three or your two plus your eye of reach dice. Smitty wants that grog. <laughs> you go running for the grog. He's going no. after the grog to, to grab it before the chest blows. Andy, are you uh? You're not you're not giving Smitty any ground here, right? Like they're going for the grog. You're still going for the powder keg, right? Take the shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking the shot. <laughs> Take the shot. Okay, um, I'll make it. Uh, Smitty, give me the roll. You have one turn. You basically are rolling against Andy's successes. If you can grab the grog out of the skull before the explosion happens, but you will have to roll more successes than Andy does. Uh, Lady and Salty, you will be rolling to aid Andy in in the uh, in in the in the in the problem against the captain. Oh boy. Me and my BFF salty lady. So I'll roll for lady, because uh, uh, they yeah. don't have to... Okay, unfortunately, lady, you got zero, but that's fine. You're <laughs> running away. Salty Mike, uh, you just roll your two. So Salty would like to take his... He's got been carrying a two-by-four, I guess, uh-huh. looking at this token. Can I just throw a two-by-four straight at Smitty's head? I see him struggling and just like, <laughs> dunk, and like knock him to the side, so hopefully he's out of the blast radius. Technically, you can't do that, but um, I will uh, allow it. Cool. All right. That, or, you know, I'll throw a gun at him if that's uh, yeah. more <laughs> copacetic. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you know, you try, you try to trip him up and try to slow him down. Um, Get out of there, Smitty! You won't be helping. If you do that, you won't be helping Andy. Yeah. You, uh, but you're. I'm clearing the shot. I am clearing Smitty. the shot for okay. Andy. All right. All right. By okay. Getting Smitty okay. out of there. Okay. Go ahead and roll. All right. Two dice. Two dice. All right. Oh boy! Oops, just nagger. Oops. Ooh. Okay. But uh, Smitty. Uh, no, first is Andy's go. Let's let's oh, see no. how it all. It turns out Lady and Salty did not help you at all. It's all on you. I did not. Uh, you're rolling three. Okay. And maybe if you yell dishonest, go. Don't worry, I'll wait for you to clear. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I do. That's what I'm doing. I'm like, don't worry, guys. I'll wait for you. I've got all that never shoot a powder next to my crew members. Five, um, four, bang. Four <laughs> dice, then you get to roll four dice. Okay, let's let's. I can't. Believe okay, it. you I got this, believe. Andy. You got this. You got this. Easy, bree- easy breezy, beautiful cover pirate. <laughs> no. Just one success oh. with four dice. I believe if you can beat one victory point, as it turns out, you can get the grog. So uh, I've already rolled, and it was a anchor and a victory. So. Okay, you run towards Drunken Duncan. Drunken Duncan sees you going towards it and goes, "You'll never get the treasure." And you're like, "I don't want the treasure. I just want the drink." And you go and you reach for the grog. You yank it out of his skull. Just as you yank it out of his skull, the Eye of Reach shoots through the bottle, hits the powder keg, and ignites you, Ooh. Drunken Duncan, Lady Tide, and Salty Mike, who are all within close and mid range. <laughs> and a powder explosion goes off into the air. <laughs> and everyone who goes to the ferryman loses one permanent dice. Oh. So me? Yeah, yeah. So I that's will. fine. Lady, you don't go lower than one. You're already at one. But Salty Mike and Smitty the Gull are now reduced to one dice until you can complete a voyage. So I, <laughs> Just I look at the others Andy and I'm and like, I won't apologize. That would have but been the best grog As ever. the explosion goes oh, off. Fair. The skull hanging over the fort dissipates into the sky and disappears. Andy, you could head down and you're already digging up the treasure by the time Lady Tide, Salty Mike, and Smitty the Gull return from the ferry. 
And they walk out onto the beach. And one by one, as you all dig it up, it takes you the rest of the night. And by the time the sun is rising on the morning, you've dug up 25 chests. Ooh. Each stout treasure chest has an unusual lock that seems to faintly glow green. A stylized TR is burned into the chest's wood. You keep digging, and eventually you have 20 chests lied out on the ground. Damn. Not bad for a day's work. Mm. My back's killing me. (laughs) I I, are... (laughs) If only I had that grog to yeah. ease the pain. Should we open these I chests? That would that would be hell to take them back to the ship and get all cozy t- and like open them up at a restaurant or a, a merchant stand or something. About oh no, there's actually just more skeleton bones in here. <laughs> well, we gotta take it to an outpost anyway, so it's whatever. <laughs> I don't care what's inside; they do. <laughs> Where we are on the map is already quite east, and it's towards the Devil's Roar anyway, so you don't have that much farther to go. And you load up the treasure onto onto your galleon, onto the seawall, and you start heading east and a little south, and you start going into the ashy, clo- uh, 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 gets-in-your-lungs area of the Devil's Roar. This is an area of the Sea of Thieves that is actively volcanic, I hate um, this place. For the They're... sake of time, all of the volcanoes are just out of range today. We're not going to roll. <laughs> We're going to avoid any of the volcanic rocks. But that's Nailed also it. definitely a, a, an experience you can have. Um, you feel the, the the rumble from a from an island as dark smoke bellows from the highest peak and it explodes, pouring lava from the peak side. Eventually, you arrive to Morrow's Peak. This island is different from the ones you visited in the past. While there are some trees and shrubs, most of the island has no vegetation. Large rocks jut up from the sandy soil, and many have glowing red crystals that are warm to the touch. A dormant volcano takes up the northern half of the island. Thankfully, you spot the usual outpost buildings. You see pirates going about their business. A sloop named Ruby's Glow is docked here, and its captain is unloading a crate of bananas. The deal you struck back with Harland required that you bring Roach's fortune that you've dug up to Hamish the Hoarder here at Morrow's Peak. The Gold Order tent is not far from the docks, so getting there is quite easy. Uh, inside? We'll oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, we'll wait for the sloop to leave. Those thieving, <laughs> no good other pirates will <laughs> want our treasure. Oh, well, the bastards. you can play this like a like more tabletop and less video game. In that the Ruby's Glow, he's there. He's just moving bananas. He's going to be here all day, moving bananas oh, okay. off this crate. Right. He's not going anywhere. He's, he's uh, moving it from behind the, the pile there's, into there's the behind of the pile port. so you never see them move. Like it's yeah, just there's a another banana. dock, a hidden dock just to the east side of the island that you can you can move up along and you can bring your chest around. But this this one solo slooper doesn't seem interested in your treasure today. More interested in building up and grinding that hard to reach reputation, reputation with, yeah. the, with the Merchants Alliance. And so they, they try not to make eye contact with you as they just slowly move their bananas from boat to shore, from boat to shore. Smitty does the little eye eye thing uh, just to just to make sure that they don't get any ideas, you know. <laughs> you keep up the grind, lad. 
He just kind of gives you a thumbs up. That you are, Governor. Just keep moving the bananas. Okay. Hope they don't pay attention. Just keep going. He's definitely moving faster now that a galleon just swooped up on the outpost. But uh, but here we are. Uh, you can see the gold hoarder tent. It uh, it sits sort of in the middle of the outpost that you can come up from the even from the secret beach. You can come around the back of the tent. You can bring your chests around to meet the gold hoarder that's standing inside. While he's dealing with the bananas, could I angrily like stomp up to him and like yell in his face? But then no. like as I like distract him, like take a banana. No flag of friendship, flag of friendship. I'm friendly. I'm friendly. I don't want to fight. I'm just I'm just out here doing tall tales. What you're? I want what you have. As she like stares yeah, yeah, down at the bananas, like I just I just got crates of bananas. I'm just selling fruit crates. I'm I'm basically done my voyage for the day. I'm just turning everything in. I'm gonna be gone soon. She like looks and she's just gonna like slowly reach for a banana, just glaring at him, death glaring, as she just doesn't care. She just he just grabs the banana and you just bite right into the rind. Oh yeah, no peeling, just like angrily like chomping down in his face, like right up to him. Oh, oh I am very intimidated. I'm just gonna go <laughs> up and play the good cop in this situation. Be like, look, it's okay. You're doing a good job. You know, we're we're just a little hungry. If you could spare. One or two or five all of your bananas. <laughs> all of your bananas. All. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be on our way. If you want to turn in these bananas, I mean, I got a lot of fruit crates. I've just been picking up fruit crates from all the outposts and I'm just turning them all in. But you can turn in a few of yeah. yours. You, you seem yeah, hungry. We'll, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll deliver some of these fruit crates for you. Yeah. Just, okay, just, great. Just Thanks. Them up. Thank you. Okay, great. I'm still glaring at him with seaweed on my face still. I don't know you know. You're glaring at me. I haven't done anything. I'm just a banana merchant. It's okay. I, I shot her recently, so she's still kind Nanner. of a little upset by that. Nanners and mush. Nanners and mush. It's going to be a new thing. Everyone's going to love it. <laughs> so I guess Smitty and... Uh, Mike are unloading the actual treasure. Yeah, just, I'm just stealing bananas. Yeah, do you, you bring the treasure chest around to the gold yeah. tent? That finally happened. All right. Yeah, Inside yeah. the tent is a small man with his Never back to it. you. He wears a long cloak that glows red in spots, like heated iron, and a gold chain wraps around his waist. He hears you approach and turns. But this isn't Hamish, the gold hoarder. You've seen this man before. Dressed as oh, a gold no. hoarder, it's your old Captain Silas. Oh! I'm like mid bite of the banana as I turn, and my mouth's like, "Oh, well, <laughs> this is out. just delightful." It's a perfect plop you, sound of it. You were the, the ones who picked up the voyage. Oh, this is just. Oh well, I'll be taking the chest, and he goes to take the chest from. I lunge from... at him with my cutlass. Well, you're you're currently intimidating a banana merchant, so let's oh, just right. let yes, Smitty right. and, and Salty Mike deal with this He's first. Like, uh, before we exchange words and possibly blows, I just want to point out that your coat is on fire. <laughs> that, that old thing. Oh, it's just something I picked up after you left me washed up a beach to die. But that's okay now. The gold hoarders took me in. I'm working for them, and you are getting me set up with what my does... new identity and my new home. And he's just taking the chests from both you and Salty Mike, and just thanking you very much. I believe it was it was it was two hundred gold per chest, correct? 
I mean, this is all above board, Smitty. I don't know why your temple is throbbing that way. Dear old Silas is no more. It's just simple Hamish the Gold Hoarder at your service. Do the hoarders know of your past as a swindling sea dog? Aye, we've all got terrible stories of piracy behind us, don't we? If we're here in these particular seas, they bring me in if you swear allegiance to the gold hoarder, as I have. (laughs) Aye, we all have our tales of being uh, right bastards, but I've never done a coup before, and I'm currently not on fire, so. Well, good for you. You're going to be wanting to put those back, friend, because see, you say that we left you for dead, but what does death even really mean in the Sea of Thieves? Uh, even old no, Silas needs coin to it, live by. Consider it just giving you a ride to the fair. There are just so and many players. Back. There are so many pirates in these waters, Salty Mike. You're not Why hearing not me, join friend. join the company with the most gold? They could certainly use my incredible talents. My duty is clear. I'm just to take Roach's fortune from the company, or or shall I say the dishonorable dogs who betrayed me. You wouldn't betray the gold hoarders, now you? That would put a big target on your back, Salty Mike. You're not, you're not hearing me. When I say that, what does death really mean here? And then it means nothing. It means I don't feel bad about doing it again. And also don't really fear you doing it to me. You would shoot an honest gold hoarder in front of all of these witnesses. An honest this gold hoarder taking my chest in front of me, robbing me blind I'm right not now. Yeah, the yeah, I would. You are delivering yeah. them to me. This is the voyage that you expected. This is the contract that you are following through. You know, I don't care. Give the fortune, keep the fortune. It's the same to old Silas. Uh, I have more. And he starts looking more antsy, like his hands are starting to shake, and the glow on the back of his coat starting to glow. I have more important things to do anyways. And he starts to walk away from the tent, leaving the chests behind. A reasonable man. I knew he was. Well, shit, I guess that means we got to load this back up again when we just took it off. Well, I... you think about the chests in the Sea of Thieves, just to give you a little setup. You, the chests cannot be opened except by the gold hoarders. Uh, they're, well, they're magically locked, and only the keys of the gold hoarder can open them up you've taken a contract from the gold hoarders they expect you to finish through the voyage and hand it off and if you don't hand it off to their representative who happens to be hamish the gold hoarder who happens to be silas nord your old captain the gold hoarders would have issue with that now they were willing to give you an extra discount or bonus rewards for future voyages but if you betray them now in this moment silas isn't lying to you when he says that that will put a target on your back, that Moro's outpost would no longer be open for you, that the trading companies would turn their backs on you, and that you would be pariah in the Sea of Thieves. It would be you who would be the ones who no one would want to work with, not Silas. I keep getting so, more about this setting. Too late. <laughs> you can you can hand in the chest, and you can turn them in, or you can hold on to it and sink your ship, but they'll be worthless to you. It'll just be heavy paperweights if you can't open them up. Smitty will kind of put uh, his hand on Mike's shoulder. We'll put the chests in this here tent and uh, you know that'll be our side of the the mission done, I think. Um, Yeah, fair enough. Honestly, what I was just saying to him is now putting me in a thought spiral. I probably would be. Yeah, so you're still... 
You're still harassing your banana merchant, and the banana merchant is backing up, and he's looking terrified, and the blood is draining from his face. Except as you're continuing this, like, banana thing, you realize he's not looking at you. He's looking past you out into the water and coming towards Moro's outpost on a collision course with the dock is a big old rickety skeleton galleon. It's made from driftwoods and planks. Its lights are glowing green and blue. The ship careens into the beach beside the pier that you're standing on and beaches itself and a dozen skeletons jump onto the wet sand. So does the ship's captain, an imposing figure with large golden belt buckle with the initials T.R. emblazoned into it. I think he's here for his treasure. And that's what Captain Thomas Roach yells out into the beach. Uh, yell- I wanted to break out into a skeleton voice, but he yells out to his crew that he sensed that it was moved from its resting place. Bring the treasure back to me. And bring nope. the heads of the thieves that stole it. That confirms it. Also, yeah. I think he's talking about us. I like turn around, still mouthful of banana, and I'm like, huh? All right, all right. <laughs> now, Lady Tide and Andy, you haven't seen uh, the gold hoarder Hamish yet, uh, but you see the face of Captain Silas Norridge wandering up the pier at the time that the skeleton ship crashed into the beach as all pandemonium in the outpost breaks out as the outpost itself is under attack. The the, the shipwright leaps out of their uh, their booth. Uh, the merchant alliance just makes a run for it. Uh, chickens and pigs running uh, out into the water. Um, but the, the whole island is under attack. Someone up in the tavern starts ringing a bell like would normally be used to, to alert if there's a volcano active. But now it's being alerting for, for an attack here on the beaches of Moro. Um, okay. the, 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 the problems, let's come up with some problems here on the screen. Uh, we have the skeletons are here to recover their treasure. Uh, they will move on to the outpost and will take their treasure back in five turns. Uh, I'll put a difficulty 10 on that. The skeletons themselves have a difficulty of 13, and they will begin slaughtering everyone at Moro's Peak uh, in four turns. And then there's Thomas Roach, the dreaded captain of this crew, and he is weak with anything regarding his own fortune, and... When fighting Thomas Roach, one chest is unable to belay those anchors. So you need additional chests in order to make those work. You can't use them to cancel out anchor rolls. Uh, Thomas Roach has a difficulty of 10. And I'll also put a four timer on that. Um, Thomas Roach will find the ones who stole his treasure and will kill a member of your crew in four turns. Okay. You said the ship was beached. Yes, the ship itself has um, 
crashed itself onto the rocks and has brought itself to a stop on the beach. Huh. Now, in the video game, they would just roll off and they would push themselves up the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in an RPG. Presumably, they have a way to get back to the ocean, though, right? Skeleton like... ships don't exactly float the same way ships float. They routinely dive under the water and then come back out as well. So cool. they, um, they're kind of held together by spooky logic. <laughs> I don't think that they can take the treasure if there aren't a ship to take it back to. Oh, you know what? I'm going to belay one of my own problems. Um, I've got the crew with the 13, and they're going to lay waste to the outpost in four turns. I've got the captain with 10, who's going to recover his fortune and kill a member of the crew in four turns. And I got the gunpowder skeleton, our good favorite one, is actually written here, so I should use that, uh, coming out the top of the bow and jumps down onto the pier and will destroy the banana merchant's ship in three turns. Difficulty four. This poor banana merchant. Poor banana merchant. Just to me, if we. But also, Lady Tide and Andy are near the banana merchant, so it'll also take you up. You've seen how these things explode. Could I angrily like push the keg uh, skeleton into the other skeletons? Like, is it close enough so I can like use that use that to like detonate those skeletons? That could be a solution, yeah. You can try and shove this powder skeleton yeah. into the army of other skeletons. Might take you out in the process, That's... but it will definitely thin out their numbers as well. Smitty wants to jack the skeleton ship so that they don't have <laughs> oh. a place to bring the ship, the oh, gold like back it. to. That would definitely interrupt the captain's ability to steal the gold. and would leave the captain marooned Ooh. on Moro's Peak, and I would come up with an entirely new problem. Yeah, that's the solve. I like that. So I'll have you working against Thomas Roach to steal their own ship. I like it. All right. Smitty Smitty is set on this course. <laughs> and Salty Mike and Andy, Lady Tide is going for the gunpowder skeleton. We still have the skeleton crew laying waste to the outpost. Mm -hmm. Smitty wants to hijack the ship. I uh, I had a similar thought to, uh, to Lady Tide in that... Uh, we can solve two problems with uh, one if we can, yeah, push the uh, powder keg skeleton over to um, if she's got it near the other ones or near uh, Thomas Roach. Then I would try and fire at the keg and take out uh, him as well, uh, buying us a little bit more time to uh, carry out Smitty's uh, uh, steal the boat plan. Okay, so I'll have you roll with Lady Tide. She's setting Andy. it up in position and running away. And then I... Um. Well, before they were running forward, I was just gonna shoot the keg itself to see if I could get it to explode. But we're but, like right um, there. Yeah, you're right there. So that goes that plan. Um. You know what? I'm feeling a little brave. Which As you look onto the outpost, the skeletons that I said were about to lay waste. The people are running away, and they don't seem to be attacking anyone so much as they're just marching towards the piles of chests that you carried off the seawall to the tent. As the first skeleton okay. reaches there, they pick up a chest and they start marching back. There's 20 tw chests. There's like 13 skeletons, and they're not attacking anyone. They're just marching towards the chests and bringing them back to Thomas Roach. 
Okay, then I'll shoot the skeletons trying to take the treasure. Okay. No, that's ours. Excellent. So it's a little bit just like picking ants off of the road as they're all marching towards a sugar cube or something. It worked well the first time for me, so uh, what could go wrong the second time? Okay, let's get a roll of dice. As we're all, we've all got our, we've all got our right. settings. Smitty's gonna try and hijack the ship from the captain. Lady Tide and Salty are gonna try and use this gunpowder skeleton against the skeleton crew, of the ship, the captain, and just cause some big explosion mayhem. And Andy is protecting the treasure, and you know, sniping off any skeleton that gets too close to that treasure hoard that you uh, you brought for the gold hoarders. Would you say that I am now alone? Yeah, I would say that you are now oh. alone. Would you say the act of stealing a ship is domineered? <laughs> I would. I would. I would. I would think of that. I also think that you have a banana in your pocket if you want to recover one of your dice. I would. I would. I am going to eat a banana uh, menacingly as I make my way towards that <laughs> ship. Uh, yeah, and, like uh, you got it in your mouth like a knife, like you're doing this Rambo thing as you're going up the ladder. Yeah. All right. You I sneak aboard the ship. Very nice. Try to commandeer. And would you say I'm being brave by picking off these skeletons with that are taking our treasure one by one? Would you say that you're being brave? I mean, bravery and stupidity are kind of like <laughs> the two sides of the same yeah, coin. I'm good for it then. So, and uh, you're at range, so you'll get four dice. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, you're up against the crew. Do you wish to belay that anchor with a chest or are you going to um, use those all towards the victory and then let the anchor do its thing? Because you're the only I'll one use... going up against the skeleton crew so no one else is going to be able to roll to help you out of this. But you got two chests. That's true. But yeah, I'll, I'll use one of those chests to like belay the anchor. Okay, so then that's just three. That counts against the crew. What did I say? They had 13. So that's a 10. Three turns left on them. Um, three turns left on the captain. Uh, Gunpowder skeleton team. Yes. Lady Tide and Salty Mike. Would you say that when I was intimidating uh, that person, that when I was like chomping on the banana with the peel, that that counts to get a, a dice back? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, that totally counts as hey, actually hey, healing hey. yourself. You resupplied yourself with bananas. Angrily. In fact, I'll even, because you were stealing bananas from them, <laughs> I'll even put a banana back onto your ledger. Hey. So you're like fully supplied. Cool. Um, and, Piracy uh, pays. <laughs> uh, let's call this pirate. Um, I don't want to give it an H name because all the hoarders are called H names. What's a really like sad beige merchant alliance age of pirate tom steed <laughs> tom tom with an h t-h-o-m tom um yeah uh oh, oh, oh. we also got thomas roach who's attacking us and he's like no that's my name oh it could be hobbs so cool. sad um <laughs> all right uh I'm... go for it uh we got uh, uh both alex and uh Gina, you've got your. How many dice are you rolling, Gina? Um, I'm yeah. gonna be an angry, like, gonna get down, like, angry, uh, bull rush. So I'm gonna angry like. Bullrush. Yeah, yeah. So if I esteem, yeah. could leave my nose. Totally. Three dice, easy. <laughs> Salty Mike. Oh no. 
I don't think I'm uh, getting superstitious oh, no. into this, so I'm I'm just rolling. Uh, uh, would you say that I'm, I'm I mean, hitting you attacking? You were yelling about the golden skeletons. You're getting superstitious about that, and now you've stolen cursed gold, and you have summoned a skeleton crew fair, that is fair, there fair. for your cursed gold. So, like, you were right all along, Salty Mike. Yeah, I'm uh, also no one ever uh, taking the one uh, at range, like using my pistol there, waiting for the right yeah. shot that Lady Tide is setting up. Uh, Excellent. So roll. Safe. So then that's four dice. Four dice. And Play. Lady Tide needs your help and does not get it. Yikes. I probably reopened my wound, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you bull rushed and you went down. You are now... Um, you tackle the skeleton with the powder keg and you roll down to the ground and the two of you are kind of in a barrel roll on the keg as you're both rolling around on this thing as you hear it still like the fuse is lit and hissing. You are rolling towards the crew. Okay. Um, There's only three left because, you know, Salty Mike has been helping like clear the way for your keg roll as you're rolling down, but you're like right on top of this. Um, You take an injury Two more turns until it explodes. Three more difficulty left on this. Smitty, on your infiltration plan. Why don't you give me another roll? All right. So the first one was two victories. I hope I can keep this up. I get two dice this time, right? Yes, you will. You get two dice. Another victory. Hey, okay. Well, that counts. Um, Seven to go. But the the uh, the skeletons are now marching back to the ship with most of the treasure. Only two turns until they've started to load the ship up, and some of the skeletons are even starting to get ready to start pushing the ship back out into the water. Uh, and Andy, you're picking them off, and you're trying to, you know, slow them down as best you can. So give me another. Yeah. You got you got your eye of reach helping you out. That's three so dice. Just three times. Yep. Perfect. Hey, and there's a chest hey. on that. You can give yourself a victory, but instead of two victory, you can give yourself more time before they retreat. You can increase that counter by one turn. So that timer that's down at two can be increased back to three. Yeah, I'll do that. So, uh, and hopefully you get another, you get a, like a better turn down the road. So that's nine and three, and that's eight and three. But the powder keg is at two. So we return back to powder keg team. Salty, lady is rolling with the skeleton and the keg, rolling towards Thomas Roach's skeleton ship, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. bouncing <laughs> off of the rocks, rolling itself down, and about to land into the hull. Uh, in two turns, Lady Tide and the powder skeleton and half of Thomas Roach's ship are going to explode. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Did I do that? Did I do that? Did I do that? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'll run and try and toss like a rope or something and try to tie it off to uh, uh, something at the top of the hill okay. here. Trying okay. to save Lady Tide from yeah. their own demise is not the same solution as the powder keg problem. Mm. So the so like Lady Tide will have to keep rolling, but you won't be rolling like I don't know if the if the teamwork works the same way, right? Like, if hmm. those are two different problems, right? Lady Tide's problem and the powder keg exploding. Gotcha. But if you can stop one first, you don't have to necessarily rescue them from the other. Got it. Like, if you can get that number to zero before my timer hits zero, then you can tell me how it finishes. Um, and then I don't get to hurt you all. 
<laughs> much as I'd like to. I think I'm gonna die again. I don't know. Yeah, again, you might. <laughs> you might. Probably. Uh, <laughs> Ruh-roh. Uh, not my best friend. We're on a... Uh, my bad. We're on a cove. We're on a merchant area. Is there any nets? Or any, any if you can roll a, a rope and, and succeed, like you'll get Lady Tide out. If Lady Tide, if you keep rolling towards okay. that, it'll still count. You won't lose your progress. And then you still have one more turn, kind of running the math, and then Salty Mike, you can then help with Lady Tide at your side, and you can like blow the keg. Yeah. Okay. Right? I have no way of helping so this, Lady Tide get out, so I think what so I'm doing will, is providing It will escape. depend. So this particular roll that you're about to do, Alex, won't count towards any of the problems, but mm -hmm. if you can get a success or a chest, you will be able to help Lady Tide's situation. Although if you get a, an anchor, um, you might get pulled into it or <laughs> yeah. make it worse. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to burn my alert, like analyzing the situation, looking at yeah. what I can and can't do. And, yeah. and uh, it, it's hard to find good rope on Moro's Peak because most of it is on fire. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> uh, so roll three, three dice. Three dice. Uh, see. Don't screw it up. There's one. One success. <laughs> That's all you get. All right. Ooh. Lady Tide, there's yes. a rope for you to grab and yes. pull yourself away from the powder keg. Okay. You get to roll for the powder keg. Um, okay. Could I you eat do a have banana. an extra banana on you, so we can actually <laughs> heal you up, and you just keep chugging those nanners. Um, you're, you got the rope. Say something really happy, and you'll get an extra die. <laughs> you're close range with the blunderbuss, so it technically clowns. So I'll let you get four dice if you can tell me a really good, like, witty pun or joke or something that makes the team laugh. Well, whatever I whatever I think of anyone being in danger, it's always a good old chuckle and go. <laughs> I'm gonna die, but like extra happy. Like you oh, just grab the rope, uh, fire off the blunderbuss, <laughs> and try and outmaneuver the explosion. <laughs> death, four dice. Death, danger, death, uh, pain. You know. <laughs> Even though we die all the face. time, it always feels terrible. <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Do you want me to roll those four dice for you? Yes, please. Boom. Okay. Just... Okay. So, I got good news. That's a chest. I can't make it worse for you. You can count it as you only have... It's one and one. In one turn, the keg is going to explode. You need one more victory to decide how it is going to explode. Okay. So, you've got the rope in your hand. You got the blunderbuss in your. You you destroy the skeleton that's holding it. You're still kind of with the powder keg here, <laughs> and you just have to let it go and pull away at just the right time. Okay. Smitty and Andy. Smitty, you're trying to infiltrate the ship and steal it from the captain. Yes. Keep Smeal rolling team. against the captain. Smeal team Smitty continues his perilous dun, journey. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Another victory point. <laughs> Oh, got only one. It's really sad. I got two dice. I got, this is the best I yeah, got. You need to work as a team to be able to pool your resources. That's okay. Um, Andy, uh, keep firing. Keep weakening that crew. Yep. So three dice. Three dice. All right. Let's let's see what could go wrong. A lot. <laughs> oh dear. Silas Norridge, you're looking through your spyglass, and he gets past you, pushes Tom with an H into the water, lifts the anchor up on the sloop, and starts sailing away on the banana ship. That's what I'm going to use for one anchor. 
is Silas Norwich is escaping yeah. the scene. Uh. The other choice here is one of the skeletons is now like they're seeing you picking off members of the crew and they return fire and injure you. Or if you avoid that, they'll kill Tom, send him to the ferry. <laughs> I mean, I've just met Tom, but I gotta, I gotta protect that poor soul, so I'm gonna no. take that. And you, you get a shot. Okay, you lose a dice. Tom must be having some big signals. You were just robbing them, just blind of his his bananas. He also reminds me of a cabbage merchant. You jump in front of the way of the bullet. To be, to be fair, I was playing good cop in that situation. Be like, it's okay, buddy. But you were also still eating his bananas, so it was kind of pirates are just fickle. That's what I'm getting from this. You'll see the good in this one, bro. Okay, um. The so crew I can take the shots for you later. <laughs> yeah, crew is down to seven. They're gonna have all the treasure loaded in two turns. Mm. The captain is gonna be ready to leave at the same time because they're kind of running on the same timer. The keg, however, is gonna explode now. Lady Tide, Salty Mike, and even Spitty, if you want to abandon stealing the ship, you get on the ship. You got the anchor. You realize you can take it. No one's on board the ship, but the powder keg is just rolled up to the hull. And you hear it go boom, and it kind of knocks into the side. The fuse is almost down. It's, there's one left on this. There's only one victory left. If no one does anything, I'm going to blow it up. I'm going to kill Lady Tide. I'm probably going to kill Smitty. I'm going to destroy the ship. <laughs> but this is the ship of the, of the, the skeletons, of right? The skeletons as well. So Lady Tide yes. has gotten out correctly. Uh, correct last last round lady tide it can get to safety and mm -hmm. has the rope and is pulling themselves away like this is all kind of happening very <laughs> in slow in motion smitty will call, I... call out to lady tide you best be getting clear this ship's gonna blow the injury is really <laughs> only allowed for me to happen if you just so, really whiff the roll with a lot of anchors okay smitty smitty leans over the edge of the nose of the ship and he's like I wanted to get the ship out to sea to blow it up. This works just as fine. <laughs> and he leads no. up. <laughs> you want to deactivate, turn the fuse off, put it onto the ship, and then move the ship out, and then just blow it out at a safe distance? I mean, that seems like a lot of work. That <laughs> would be a great plan. But Smitty, Smitty, the Smitty in me, uh, oh, sees no. Lady Tide moving away. And with reckless abandon, uh, being decisive, I think, here, yeah. makes the executive decision to blow up the keg in front of the ship so that it takes the ship and himself out uh. so that they have nowhere to take the treasure. So do you just you just jump overboard with your blunderbuss aimed true? He <laughs> got the and rocket jump finally. Down to blow up the, yeah, exactly. Finally, and then in a, in a blast of, of flash of white light, well, roll the dice first. Yes. All right. Uh, how many die am I getting here? I'm. Blunderbuss is within range. You're acting decisive. That's four. James, All right. if you don't send yourself in the atmosphere, I'm going to be... Oh! Oh! <laughs> okay, well, I got good news for you. You can take two injury and kill yourself. <laughs> I'll do it! I'll do it! <laughs> Just avoid the presence of the anchor. definitely helps. You had two health. You land into the keg. You blow it up. There's a white light. And then all of a sudden you're standing on the ferryman's deck and you just hear the ferryman go, oh, back so soon. 
Spiel Team City, uh, Smitty had an assignment, and he sure got there. <laughs> Smitty Team Six, yeah. Um, meanwhile, on Morrow's Peak, Lady Tide, you're being pulled away by the rope as you see Smitty take one for the team. And you're like, Smitty, no! Explosion, explosion, explosion. The whole ship launches up into the air, careens backward, lists over, and sinks into the Bay of Morrow's Peak. Thomas Roach is is caught up in the blast as well. Gold coins flying out in every direction. The few skeletons that are still on the beach are caught up in geysers as Morrow's Peak activates really to the like volcano activity of a keg going off and it l- reminds Morrow's Peak that every now and then it does activate as a volcano and the uh, the few skeletons remaining um, are easily picked off by both you and the other members of Morrow's Peak who like see what's going on and they turn the tide and the treasure that wasn't caught up in the blast is is saved and restored the original gold hoarder that works most of the time at Morrow's Peak, who is not actually Hamish in the game, uh, shows up and trades in the recovered chests that you were able to save. Um, Let's say 15 of the 20 weren't destroyed in the blast. That's still... What's 15 times 2? 30. That's 30. That's 30, so 200, is that 3,000 gold coins? So you each are going to get like 30 (laughs) gold coins, or not 30, you each are going to get, I mean, divided by four, 30 gold coins for the crew filling into your pockets, which can be cashed in to level up as as, as pirate legends, not pirate legends, but you can buy additional dice. And uh, the gold hoarders... And the people of Morrow's Peak, thank you for defending their outpost. Thank you for recovering the treasure, for scaring off the skeletons. Um, Tom rematerializes in the tavern, shipless, his ship having been stolen by Silas, as Silas sails off into the horizon. And as Silas sails off to the horizon, the camera would follow to him as he takes off his coat and goes through a bit of a costume change below deck. You see that the (laughs) coat itself wasn't glowing red, the skin under the coat was glowing red from the red ashen gems embedded throughout his skin. And as he pulls off one sleeve, part of his elbow exposed as a skeleton as he puts on his clothes and continues to sail away as Silas is going on a journey where he's becoming a skeleton lord after finding ashen jewels that are corrupting his soul. Oh, that's for the sequel, isn't it? For now, <laughs> the crew of the Seawall have defended Morrow's Peak, have recovered the fabled treasure of Captain Roach and uh, of Roach's fortune, and you've all made yourselves one step closer to becoming pirate legends Ooh. in the Sea of Thieves. Yeah. And then yeah. somebody comes back to life two turns later. Hey! Right, yeah, yeah. My back really hurts. Hey, team. Oh, team. Team. No meaning. Yeah. Uh, that's so- it! Yay! That's, that's the weird and wacky. Uh, it is the official Sea of Thieves role playing game, not like some homebrew anything. It's published by Mongoose Publishing, who are also responsible for the Paranoia RPG, which is also top notch, highly recommend. And they um, 
Uh, it's in partnership with Rare and Microsoft. So uh, uh, Google it, you lousy kids, uh, if you want to find it <laughs> online. Um, it's not something that I think you can even find on DriveThruRPG. It's more traditional stores and gaming places because of the whole Microsoft thing. Uh, but uh, it's very much does feel like the box is like a board game with all the tokens and ledgers and all that. You don't need pencils and paper really fall except for the person who's running the game like myself. Uh, but for everyone else, if you have people who are more into the video game and are less keen on tabletop, this is a really cool gateway to ease someone into it without asking a lot from them to generate story and really be put on the spot or to have to track a whole bunch of rules that they're not going to understand. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that, that that's our weird game, our weird little <laughs> pirate game. Right before the four of you start your weird little pirate game on yeah. Wave Course Summer. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, you know, I got a chance to talk to Alex earlier, and we've just got a couple more minutes. So I'm going to give each of you like 60 seconds. Uh, Gina, Wavecore yes. Summer, and Sea of Thieves. Uh, thoughts on Sea of Thieves, and then also, what are you most looking forward to with Wavecore Summer starting tomorrow for the next eight weeks Ugh. on Wednesdays? I I loved. Uh, was it Sea of Thieves? That was that was a lot of fun. It was definitely a nice segue into what we're going to be starting tomorrow, and with my uh, character that you'll meet, who is traveling the seas, just hopefully better the planet to save the world not for her own personal needs but because of something that happened in her very traumatic past very traumatic <laughs> trauma on the high seas Ooh, so much Starting trauma tomorrow on wavecore summer keegan what did you think of the sea of thieves role-playing game and what are you most looking forward to with wavecore summer Sea of Thieves was fun, you know, just staying in the background, just shooting everything was just oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Not having to go down once. It was just, it was just, yeah. it was fun. Yeah, you know, my friend Estebane, yeah. he lives up in the crow's nest when we hit up forts. Like, that's his whole job. He keeps an eye out for the other yeah. ships. It's the most vital role in the video game is be the lookout. And uh, exactly. we always, we always uh, um, thank him for his services by bringing him ammo crates up to the uh, crow's nest so to keep him well fed. Yeah, and I think for Wave Course Summer, I'm excited to kind of play, you know, a a greedy little himbo with kind of a shady <laughs> past, and uh, you know, it's it's dumb as rocks exciting. and look good doing it. <laughs> Wave Course Summer every Wednesdays for the next eight weeks. James, what are you? What how was how your time here on the on the thievery seas? And uh, what are you looking forward to with Wake Forest Summer? What a blast! I I enjoy the uh, game itself, like the um, the uh, the PC game, and so like I, I really do. Uh, I I really liked how it kind of transitioned those mechanics into uh, a tabletop, and I think it did a great job as uh, as a way to introduce people to tabletop. Um, as far as Wave Course Summer, I'm looking forward to all the. Uh, the reveals and you know um the just interplay between the characters alex teased that there were some questions that uh, were uh, from the beginning of our setting that have yet to be answered that will be answered uh during um the the course of the game and so i'm looking forward to answering questions because we uh, lore. Ooh Mysteries abound Ooh on Wave Course Summer every Wednesday for the next eight weeks. Alex, I saw when James was talking, like, this is the difference between doing one shots on Tuesdays and doing, like, a long game for eight weeks is I don't really get to play the long game. I mm. have to be quick 
and not subtle and as fast <laughs> to the point with my stories and you get to like place riddles and foreshadows and then like five episodes in go oh you weren't paying attention it was actually this yeah, but i gotta pay it off too i gotta it's gotta it's gotta work <laughs> no i i i i vehemently believe and i will fight people on this that running a one shot is much harder than running a campaign and you do a fantastic job of that so thank you thank they're you so different. much they're different they, they have are. different challenges i really because also on the terrible warrior podcast right now we've been doing long form games for a while and that was kind of nice to return to the, that form mm -hmm. but yeah there's something uh challenging also like my obsession with one page rpgs there's something challenging about doing something really concise in a small little box where we don't get to come back for more mm -hmm. but like you know even when you're doing a one shot you don't have to wrap everything up with a bow silas gets away with it sometimes you don't get the treasure and you mm -hmm. just kind of leave it with a dot 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 you blow up the death star but the empire is still around and it's still a it's still a full story um alex wave course summer you've got some tricks up your sleeves what's sure gonna happen so. tomorrow night redacted <laughs> it's gonna be great come back to this channel tomorrow for the premiere of wave course summer it's going to start for the next eight weeks every wednesday of course tabletop tuesdays is still around for the rest of july uh we will be back next week with another Ooh. one shot rpg and another special guest joining us at our table and uh, if you want to follow and learn about what that's going to be uh dice warriors is the terrible warrior twitter account where you can uh follow us on uh everyone else has their um uh discord uh, identifications and i forgot to give mine it's terrible warriors hashtag 2020 and if you want to follow that on terrible warriors as well <laughs> and if you'd like to follow um more about the podcast it's exclamation mark warriors if you can check that out in the chat or exclamation mark discord if you'd like to learn and join the discord's channel for dungeons and do-gooders because you know uh, they're uh doing all this crazy wonderful dungeons and dragons stuff and they let me come in once a week to try something else out and like clear the table and palette cleanse but this is still very much dungeons and dragons channel so if you'd like to join in with a dungeons and dragons game maybe you're a dungeon master and you never get to be the player maybe you're a player and your group is never available to play maybe you've never played dungeons and dragons but you really like stranger things and you want to know what the hype is all about go and check out the discord server and join in with all of those ongoing games that they're running all the time any experience level is welcome and accepted that's all I have for all of you. Uh, for, for me, thanks to Alex and Gina and Keegan and James for joining us here to play Sea of Thieves. A big thanks to Dylan for running all the stuff in the background. It <laughs> did not seem easy this week. So, like, an absolute, like, hey, you know what? Do you want to try the wave that we were doing earlier during our tech? Oh, let's, give Dilly, I, I'm, let's give Dylan a Let's give Dilly a big wave. For Whoa. the big hell, there we go. Whoa. Whoa. Thank you so much, Dylan, for making it work, uh, even when it broke. Uh, you put it all together. We had a great time. So, uh, and 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 for everything going on here, uh, I'm having a blast. We're halfway through Tabletop Tuesdays. There's more to come. Uh, we'll see you back again this time. Well, not this time, but next week at 8 p.m. Eastern time or 4 p.m. or whenever. And Pacific time. I don't know. I don't know time. What is time? Maybe next week we'll do something about time. Ooh. I don't have to look into that. But for now, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us at our table for rolling dice and for telling stories. And until we meet again, be good to each other. Bye. We will return on Tuesday with the sixth selection from our Tabletop Tuesday sessions with the Dungeons and Do-Gooders. Another one-page RPG titled Madness and Desire. 
Be sure to check out all the offerings of the DNDG Twitch channel by visiting twitch.tv slash dndggames. You can stay up to date with what we have planned by following us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. And we'll be back recording new games for our 10th season. And if you would like to be part of helping to make that possible, perhaps consider supporting us by becoming a sponsor today. Supporters get early access to our story episodes, and you can even upgrade your support to join us in private games that we host every month. To find out more about supporting the Terrible Warriors, visit patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Our theme music is by Epic Game Music. My name is Justin Eacock, and I'm also the editor of this year's program. We will be back with more Tabletop Tuesdays in partnership with the Dungeons & Do-Gooders, where we find out what it takes to woo the eldritch horrors of Cthulhu in a reality show dating game called Madness and Desire. And until we find you again at the Terrible Warrior table, thank you for listening. Be good to each other.